Hello, James. Hey, Jess. What's nice cracking? Nice to see you. Oh, you look Hi. beautiful. You look beautiful, James. You look, you look beautiful, Jessica. No, you look more beautiful. You look like an angel. I really do, don't I? Yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> Hello and everything. I know. I'm using filters on Zoom if no one knows what, yeah, no one would know because uh, we have to explain. But yes, there's a filter where I can get a halo and James called me an angel. So I've become an angel. Yeah, Charlie's angels. That's right. So tell um, me, how long so how have you been? Like, Great, how have you been? Oh, I've I've been, I've been just like this. Ready? Yeah, that's right. I'm a queen. A queen, yeah. Fit yeah. for a queen. I when your head's so well. I have a crown on my head, people. It's actually yeah. quite fun. I didn't know you could do all of this. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, that suits today's theme. I think so. Um, so I went to my nana's house on Monday. How's your nana? How is she holding up? Yeah, she's going pretty good. She gave me granddad's watch for my 30th as a present. And yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it, um, yeah, she got a bit teary about it, but she's like, here's something to remember granddad by. Here's his watch. And I was like to Nana talking about my record player, which I received from you and yeah. my other clients. And I was talking about Lana Del Rey and oh I was talking gosh. about Blue Velvet. And she's like, yeah. Blue Velvet? She's like, I'm like, yeah, it's one of Lana Del Rey's songs. And she's like, no, it's not. She's like, it's an old song. It's an old song. It's like, I'm like, no, it's, it's Lana Del Rey's song. <laughs> you heard it on the radio yesterday, Nana. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, she's like, no. She's like, she starts singing the melody. Ooh, velvet. I'm like, yeah, that's the song. She's like, it's a 1950s jazz song, Jay. And I was like, no. And then I look it up and who's right? Of course, Nana's right. Yeah. Lana Del only done a cover of the classic song Blue Velvet. And I was like, oh. Isn't that crazy, isn't it? Like, how many songs, like, it's happened to me more than once when I'm like, this is a really good song and the lyrics, and then you realise, like, a lot of them are recycled, like, songs from, like, a decade Way you back. know nothing about. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, one of the things that was so cool about it was, like, here I am, like, no, Nana, you're wrong. And Nana's, like, start singing the melody and everything. I'm like, uh, uh okay. You know, is it really right? Oh, that's cute though. I'm I'm so happy you got his watch though. That's so sweet. Yeah, and then also what was cool is that like she's listened to Blue Velvet on vinyl, so it's like quite interesting how like you know things cycle back. Obviously, she's never listened to Lana Del Rey's version of Blue Vibe, um, Blue Velvet on vinyl, but it's quite funny how like we both share we both share the melody though, if that makes sense. Hundred percent. It's just one of those mm. things. Now things cycle all the way back around. 100%. So it's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. But, you know, I like it. And this it, thing though. has cycled back around in time, you know. 
like records, finals. It's like, no, they're not a thing anymore. And now they are. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Like, who would have thought, like, even my mum, when when you got me my record player, my mum was basically like, I have to actually go underneath the house to get the record stash. And she was about to throw it out. Like, that's the irony of it. Like, it was just good timing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm trying to record us. And it's not allowing me. Huh? It's not allowing me to record us. Oh, my God. Really? This is just a stuff up. (laughs) Yeah, it won't let me. So this hasn't been recording. No, it's been recording, like, on my phone, like, as the backup, as we do. Okay, thank God. Zoom, on the other hand, is failing us. It's like, ask for permission from the host. I am the host. Yeah. You are the host. It's cooked. Absolutely cooked. Yeah, whatever. But go with a backup, though. That's the main thing. Yeah, we have a backup. We always have a backup. Um, what else has been happening in your week? That's my week. I went down, stayed with the fam. Um, caught up with my nana, which was really cool, and then just had a really busy week at work. Super busy. Yeah. Um, worked with my boss on some dinosaurs, which oh. was pretty cool. Oh. So he's got this big installation of a dinosaur, which is pretty. Like it was pretty mad. Like if I could get a picture, I'd get a picture, but. The video's on the download, so, like, until it's up, I can't tell you too much more about it. Oh, my God. Um, it's continued, but it's huge. Imagine a big, like, life-size dinosaur, and it's wow. red. It's a T-Rex. Oh, wow. So it's pretty cool. That is um, insane. Yeah. I like it. So I like it. That's been my week. Um, Very nice. What's me? I've just been. Yeah, it's just it's interesting, huh? Just graduating. Just graduating. I need to take a photo at least of this, (laughs) just so people know what we're talking about, because it's not recording on Zoom. But yeah, it's um, last week and this week. Like I thought last week was stressful, but this week I feel like it's the full swing of my new position. So from Monday it was like boom. And I was just multitasking like a nutcase, like with my particular role. Um, it's just a lot of like, how they describe it is that I'm a watchdog. So I have to like, whatever comes in, emails or anything of the sort. So kind of like a receptionist. I'm like a watchdog receptionist is what they call me. But it was like full on where it was like insane. And then I had to do all these like cases, like my proper job on top of it. So it was just crazy. And then even today, like, we were going to catch up, go for dinner. And I was, like, at, like, 1 p.m., like, no, I can't. It's just too much. I can't do it. And then I managed to just knuckle down, turn social media off, and then just go bang, bang, bang. And I got it all done at about 5. So it's just time management and multitasking. But besides that, I would say I've just been at home, like, I was actually looking forward to the drive to yours um, just to get out of the house. But then I think just with COVID and everything, we'll just keep it on the down low. Um, But yeah, it was just, it's been chill. It's been really chill. But I'm getting into this disgusting habit of um, Uber eating everything. Every lunch. And I'm just like, 
mostly twins at the moment. Every lunch I've been overeating. It's been really disgusting. It's been pizza. It's been Chinese. It's been kebabs. It's been yeah, see, um, fish and chips. It's been Japanese. It's been pie. It's been everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. There's some nice quality of you going actively going somewhere and enjoying the food and then when you get it like uber eats it's kind of like uh yeah yeah and then yeah, like the yeah, packaging yeah. like is everywhere in my study i'm like this is so bad so I, i'm going to um clean the crap out of my study because it's getting to a point where i bought like this massive mouse pad for my table and it's a sunset and it's really pretty but i can't see shit right now and i'm just like just have enough room to move the mouse like it's just that level <laughs> yeah yeah besides that it's been chill um i started a painting and then i stuffed it up it's meant to be a black night sky with like a moon a crescent moon maybe not a crescent moon i would just do like a, the idea is like a half moon like coming out of the ocean but like the reflection is white and i wanted to add some color but i was multitasking and i stuffed that up so i painted it all black again so I might tackle that on the weekend because it's just baffled me like how it's just black and white <laughs> like how can you stuff that up but I wasn't satisfied fair enough yeah so you're gonna have another go at it I'm gonna have another go and then to inspire what inspired all of this I'll tell the viewers I bought these moonlight oh you can't say it, moonlight oracle cards <laughs> And then I was just like, look at this moon. So you see this moon here. You'll be able to see James. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it's nice little tips to get you through the day. So I'm just like, can I get through the day to my oracle cards? And they're like, oh, the tough, cy tough cycle is about to end. I'm like, ooh, and then it does. Like, <laughs> So we can actively nice. say Jess is slowly losing her mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having fun. I'm having fun. That's the main thing, as long as you're having fun. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. So we're in Aquarius at the moment. Yeah, what are they saying about that? Now, we've passed the retrograde where X's come back. What does Aquarius bring to the world, James? You mean in Aquarius is like innovation, time to... Um, Put down new goals and be able to achieve them. Technology advances, um, communication advances, like we come out of the retrograde and all that kind of stuff. So everything's kind of flowing. A great time to set um, whatever you want to do, like write it down. Great time to manifest it. Yeah. I love it. So, interesting and it's every does it change every like 15 days that's what i feel like yeah so obviously we're in a we're in a new moon so we're heading towards a full moon now right. the new moon's completely dark and you can't really see anything interesting i love it <laughs> but yeah i'm keen for this painting um i'll show you how i go now the pressure's on because now i've come public with it <laughs> Now I have to get it done. Yeah, you're going to have to post it on our socials so that the people listening can see what you made. Yes, I will. 
I'm keen. I'm keen to just like hours literally go by when I'm just like, I have this blue one where it's just like different types of blue and it was meant to be the ocean. Then I'm just like, no, I like the process of just like swishing my brush back and forth. So it's just like different layers of blue um, and then white at the top and then light, pale light blue, then blue, normal blue, and then royal blue and then dark blue. But it was just me for, I think like two months just going back and forth. And it was like the most relaxing thing. So something so simple can take me so long. Huh? No. Yeah, I do actually. Let me show you. It's on my wall. So only James can see it. Oh wait, this is not working. Unblur this. But that is it. You can kind of see it. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see it. Let me get it off the wall. Here we... Well, oh, yeah. it's still blurry, but yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's got different layers of blue, and then it gets to dark blue. Nice. Yeah, I love that. The vibe. It's the vibe. Yeah, keen. Keen. Yeah. It's just not safe anymore to go anywhere, you know? We got into this week's Oh, yes, topic. the topic. I saw this. Yeah. How did they come up with it? I don't predictions know. Predictions that came through? Yeah. Predictions that came. I don't know how I. Was I on TikTok or something? And they were talking about like 100 years ago. And I was like, what would have that now? And it was just like, oh, it's like the hoverboard from like Back to the Future, how we don't have it. So, but yeah. Yeah. I was like, why not? Let's talk about it. Let's take a deep dive. So I found two articles. One article is full of like 15 historical predictions that have not come true. And then there's 30 that have. So you choose, James, which one do you want? The crazy one or the normal? I love crazy. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the number okay, one. I yeah. You tell me what you think, all right? Yeah. Number one. So, live-in apes will clean your house and take care of the gardening. So, according to a 1967 newsletter from The Futurist, published an article titled Women and the Year 2000, which predicted that by the year 2000, oh no, 2020, it may be possible to breed intelligence species of animals such as apes that will be capable of performing manual labor during the 20 20th century those houses that don't have a robot in the broom closet could have a live-in ape to do cleaning and gardening kind of like a Roomba but non-ape <laughs> a Roomba is that what it's yeah. called yeah but we're, so we're like apes so Hmm. Not quite, though. It's not really a prediction that came true, is it? No. That one seems a little bit off. It sounds... What's that? I would think like something that was, like, pretty real, that was predicted. Yeah. Was 1984, Big Brother is watching you. Like, we had a reality TV show called Big Brother where all the cameras were watching, and now we live in a world where 
you know, we have satellites that are watching us continuously from, you know, outer space looking down on us. We also have street cameras. We also have CCTV cameras occurring. Like, we also have, like, cameras inside buildings, you know, obviously when we go to our apartments and whatnot, there's, you know, cameras we walk past and all that kind of stuff. There's cameras in the lift. Um, Yeah, it's become very much a place where we are being monitored um, quite a bit. Remember that Um, book we learnt in high school? um, Yeah, and we also are QR-coded as well. So we're checking in. So it's like, oh, they know where we are. There was this thing on TikTok, like again on TikTok, where um, they have cameras like when you're just walking on the street and they can just scan your face and it gives you their full pro, like a full profile to the government. Yeah. It's like a conspiracy. That's that's one of the things that they're saying at the moment is that the CCTV is now linked up with facial recognition data that's being sold often by companies using. Um, social media so like obviously you create profiles and take your pictures of that so they're able to use you know this software run it through that and then run it through the computer program to like bring up you know the people's social media and then also your facial recognition pretty crazy that that's been going on but um they're like no it's not happening it's not happening but it's been developed yeah (laughs) Oh, I like it though. No, I don't. That's a lie. No, you don't. <laughs> no. no. Pretty crazy though that they could literally have so much knowledge on our faces that they could replicate them in terms of a robot. It's kind of like the metaverse that's yet to come. <laughs> mm. Basically. Like and they could make time. it seem very real. Oh, God, something to look forward to, eh? Um, I don't know what our kids are going to do, like, in the future. Like, back in my day, it was just normal. Like, (laughs) I like this one. So investing in Apple would be really, a really dumb financial move. So, basically, if you had invested 10,000 in Apple back in 1997 which is when Steve Jobs returned as CEO after being oust, ousted oust from the company. Ousted, ousted yeah? Which yeah. he co-founded in 1985. That nest egg would be worth $2.5 million. But there were people that were like, like everything, Bitcoin and everything. People were like, no, 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 no. Just stick to the normal ways of living and don't do it. And then boom. You're poor because you well, didn't take a risk. You were very much a um, very innovative person. He had his thoughts about what Apple should do, what they would create and all that, and he very much stuck by what he wanted to achieve. He smashed it out of the park. Yeah, smashed it was basically, I would say, Apple really didn't really become a thing until the iPhone. Yeah. And I personally think when he passed sadly away, Apple products have actually been quite shit. <laughs> Not, and I've been, I, it took me a while to get from Samsung to Apple, but when I stuck to Apple, it was, I'm still with Apple and I'm just like, I'm not seeing 
much of an improvement like the other you know phones and brands out there but it's gonna yeah. cost me more now to convert to something else because i know i have what an apple watch i have the phone i have the the macbook pro i have this and that like it's yeah. just smart it's what they did it. yeah gosh what Makes else can I say? yeah 100 percent. can't leave can't leave you're stuck no. forever oh gosh okay the moon landing debatable what do you think james when did they predict that so to be fair a lot of fiction imagine oh that it oh, okay hang on from okay there was a book by jules van from okay. earth to the moon so that was written in 1865 and it got closer with more details about the moon landing and how it was just it's kind of like Ten Thousand leagues under the sea that book and it came true when they eventually developed submarines it's just and then there was this other thing where um the, there was a book it was on social media recently how um this book in the 1960s talked about a character named um elon and how he went to mars and now that's come true like it's just what are these people of another time are they time travelers are they are they aliens what are they like how do they know they like gave gave you a hint like if this is what it's going to be and then they go and then you're like you wrote a book about you going to mars do you reckon it would not influence you if it was your name imagine if he like read that as a child and he's like oh my gosh this is the purpose of my life like a plant's a seed and planting a seed in someone's head is a big thing because then they could possibly believe it and yeah it's like you're you know, like with Jesus, it's like mm. I think at the time they said that a son will be born. There was like a prophet lady, and she's like, he will come and he will revolutionize this and he'll be a threat to you. So, like, King Herod at the time was killing all the boys or whatnot, or something. I think that's what they said in the Bible or whatnot. It's, it's all like, very interesting. Maybe you kind of speak it into truth. And if maybe you he manifested it. it. Maybe Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Mark Twain. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine such a future. In 1898, he wrote a short story about the internet and how it would be possible to, like, share information worldwide. 1898. Boom. What was it the army used the internet to begin with in the 90s i think it was i don't think it was the 80s i think it was the 90s and then that kicked off all of that and here we are the metaverse <laughs> yeah it's just interesting gosh what else can we say movie streaming so back in 1987 a magazine article by robert Edbert asked him to predict the future of cinema. It was an ambitious request for a guy whose job involved rating films by putting his thumbs up or down, but he took a stab at it. Mm, okay. 
and we will have high definition widescreen television sets and a push button dialing system to order the movie you want at the time you want it. That's what he said. And you'll not go to a video store. I miss going to like Blockbuster. That feeling of going to Blockbuster, like on a Friday night, and you're looking at like the the one day release, you know, all the one day rentals or the three day rentals and then the seven day rent. Like that was like a moment for me. And I, I know for a lot of people that grew up in the 90s as a child. It was so good. It was amazing. Yes, but he I made it happen. We went as a family and everyone went off to their own section, like the comedy section, the um, drama section, the new release section. Like everyone would go there and then you'd all have your little DVDs or your videos. Then you'd all come back and like, oh, I want this one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you'd all have to watch them together. And you used to rent, like, if it was seven-day releases, you used to only be allowed five DVDs or videos, I think, back in the day. Yeah, it was, like, such a close call to try and, like, determine what, what makes the top cut <laughs> of what you're going to rent for the week. I always used to do that for yeah. school holidays. Like, the last day of school holidays, I'll go to Blockbuster or Video Rental. That was the best. I missed that. And there was another article, like, it came out recently. I think it was on YouTube of the last rental store in Melbourne. And he's got, like, it was, like, walls and walls and walls of DVDs. But I didn't watch it fully. And I wonder if he's going to close down. But it, there's only one in Melbourne, apparently. Maybe we should go. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's in the city. It's not really a good thing anymore, is it? Yeah. Also, another thing I've noticed, you don't really do those things with your friends anymore. Like, you don't really go to your friends and go, we're going to have yeah. a screening night. We'll watch this stuff. It's like, oh, I watched the, you should watch it too. And that's a separate thing. It's not the togetherness. Watching it yeah. at the same time, in the same place, having the same experience with, like, popcorn or something. I've noticed that. It's kind of like Netflix tried to, I think all of them tried to introduce that party time thing, that button that you all click. But we've come to like this world where we're just working, 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 sleeping or taking care of kids or family. You just want it now and then you just pass the word to someone else. You miss the, the it's yeah. true, that quality time around the dinner table or get in the car, kids, we're going to the video store. Like it's kind of, that's gone and yeah. it's sad. Yeah. Too sad. Oh gosh. Is this video they come to an end? What? But they did predict that it would come to an end, like, you know, the rise of you know, a Netflix. The rise yeah. of, you know, an instant place where you can have all these movies and DVDs and shows and you could watch them whenever you wanted easier it's made life easier more convenient but at the same time it's made us feel more alone yes because once upon a time you had to go somewhere and you went somewhere with someone and you chose something and you sat down in the room and you watched it <laughs> with that person yeah or well, rewinds like i want to watch this scene yeah i miss that mm. 
What was the first, do you remember the first DVD you ever watched? No, that's a really good question. I remember mine and I remember it blowing my mind. And I didn't do media in high school, but Mr. Barker put on the fifth element on this shiny disc that I'd never seen before. And I was like, where's the video? And he was like, Jess, there is no video. This is the future now. And he put it on and it blew my mind. Like how this thin as thing could actually go into like that DVD player and play. And now that is like ancient. Like it's just weird. But the fifth element was a futuristic movie. I think it was like the perfect movie to watch too. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah. You can't remember yours? Um, no, I can't. I don't remember. I think it might have been Romeo and Juliet. Classic choice. By Baz Luhrmann, 1999. Oh, I love that movie. I think that was the first one I ever saw on DVD. I feel I think like that watching was like that now. Came out when DVD came out. Nice. And it was with my auntie's house. We didn't have a DVD player, but we watched it on that. See, it's little things like that, like the bonding. Yeah. It's like James. Um, being like, oh, wow, this is different. Like, a bit violent, a bit thing. And, like, obviously, it's all spoken in Shakespeare. Yeah, it was a mind. It was and something different. I just remember different. the guns, the petrol station scene, and being like, oh, this is really different. Yeah. He's amazing like that. That and Elvis. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. That Elvis one that he's doing, I think it's coming out in like June. The one oh, where yeah. Lana Del Rey was meant to be Priscilla. <laughs> and I still wish it happened. And you know what else they've done? Um, they're doing like an Audrey Hepburn movie. I don't know who's directing it, but they didn't choose Lily Collins, who looks identical to her. And I don't know whether they've um, cross scheduling or I don't know what has happened, but I'm just like, that's a rookie mistake. Yeah. Weird how they make these decisions as well. Yeah, just give the public what they want. They have to watch it. Do what the public wants. It's like these TV shows where, like, even Game of Thrones was just like, I won't say anything, but you're just like such an unbelievable TV show with that ending. And you're just like, why didn't they at least listen to the public? But no, (laughs) we're the ones that have to enjoy it and love it. But all right, every writer and director has their own thing to do and story to tell, but for God's sake. Make the fans. Yeah, I think they can include the fans more. Yeah. Please do that, James. I believe in you. To make a prediction for the future, I think that we're going to see more movies that go different ways. You know how we've done it with social media where you get asked, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? I think we're going to get to the point in TV and cinema where it becomes more immersive and we're actually in the world and we get to make those decisions in the world. Oh, my God. Like, if you walk this way, they die. If you go this way, they live. 
Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Like Romeo and Juliet. Like, <laughs> that would be interesting. And they have alternate, kind of like that alternate reality sort of what parallel universes where it could be all true. Oh, all right. I like that one. That's just a little prediction. <laughs> Where we all go to the cinemas, but we're all plugged in, but we all had a different experience. Okay. I love it. I'm keen. Probably not even a cinema. It's probably all just plugged in at home. Like a VR set? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a wrap. We've gone well over. <laughs> but I like this topic. But it was nice Lovely. talking to you, James, as usual, every week. The highlight of my life, life right now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and I'll see you later. Okay. See, you, see you next week. Bye. Bye.